We talked about it yesterday, just that chip on your shoulder. Everyone talking about a neutral AFC championship game, not even thinking about you guys. How much did that motivate you coming into this? You better send those refunds. <laughs> Windows my whole career and, and everybody that, that we have in that locker room, all the coaches we have, you know, things are going to change year to year, but uh, our window's always open. Ah, uh, yes, Joey B always says it best. Better send those refunds, and the window is always open here on the Hoot Day Lounge. An AFC title edition. Michael Sussman from WMOV and Mark Basham from down in Beckley coming to join me, Blaine Smith, here in the Hoot Day Lounge on the porch. We are ready for round four. Kansas City and Cincinnati, 2.0 in the AFC title. Going to be a phenomenal game Sunday night, 6.30 on CBS. We cannot wait to talk all about it here on the porch. You guys know what to do. If it's in the morning, grab that coffee, Phil style. If it's in the evening, grab the drink and come on back because we're getting ready to step into the Hootay Lounge. Let's go. Fellas, better send those refunds, right? Windows open. But we pushed the Bills right out that window. They got to play that us. Table. Crap. Yeah, Mark, they got to play us. Uh, literally took that table into two pieces. 27-10, the Bengals' domination over the Buffalo Bills. The preseason team with everyone anointed the champion of the professional football. Um, Mike Sussman, always in here with us from WMOV and Basham as well, down there in the Beckley area. We're excited here to talk Bengals football in the, in the lounge here tonight, the Fuday Lounge. Fuday. Fuday football meets the Bengals. <laughs> hey, so fellas, we sit here on, you know, midweek. Getting ready for Sunday night. Can you can you kind of re- revisit and, and kind of give me your feelings and thoughts heading into Sunday? But more importantly, I, I looked at the clock. It was about three thirty on Sunday, and it was fourteen nothing. I kind of want to know both y'all's feelings at that point. Once we'd come out and and the Bengals had you know got the three and out on defense, sandwiched in between two scores to start the game, and how precise Burrow looked. What nine and nine. 105 yards, two you touchdowns. Know, Give me know. those thoughts because I can tell you right now, in my opinion, when, when we had that lead, I felt a little tight, but I felt good at the same time. You know, Mike's gotten a little bit callous right now, but thought back to the Monday Night Football game that wasn't. Mm-hmm. Whenever the first drive with the Bengals, the Bills at Monday Night Football, the Bengals drove the field with precision. And that's exactly what you saw during that game, the playoff game. It was precision. I mean, Burrow was hitting all of his marks. I mean, the offensive line, which has been depleted, was actually stepping up, and Mixon was getting, what, 5.7 yards to carry, I think, something like that. 105 yards, I believe, 20 totes. Yeah, something. You could see it on drive one that that run game was was motoring and – and our guys were moving them off the football. Yeah. And it was kind of one of those things was like, let's keep running it. As good as Burrow was, you had to keep pounding mixing too because yeah. we had them we had him both ways. I mean, God bless. I'm happy for DeMar Hamlin, obviously. Happy he's doing good. But the fact that we were able to take 
the uh, energy out of what should have been a great moment for Buffalo and stuffing down in their faces. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it was something special. What about you, Mike? Um, I just feel like the SOBs did it again. You know, they <laughs> they went on the road and, and found a way. Uh, they ran the football. I, I think that was huge. Joe Mixon yeah. ran the ball hard. He got on the edge and, and was slippery out there, uh, as he's proven uh, to be able to be. And and Buffalo was was ineffective, but that was largely due to the secondary. Uh, Stephon Diggs was throwing fits post game. <laughs> oh yeah, him and Josh Allen on oh, the yeah. sideline. That was a little, a little start of the uh, the Royal Rumble. But hey, Mike, you, you brought up a point there. You said you know, kind of how slippery Mixon was, and and I think it, it, it's it's to point out in this type in that type of environment in that type of game when it's snowing the way it was. It's cold. That's a game you got to want to tackle somebody. And I think if you want to use this word, and I think you can, Bill's defense a little bit soft. Only one word to describe you, and I'm going to spell it out for you. S-A-W-F-T. Soft, right? Whereas I think the Ravens obviously aren't. Now, the Chiefs, on the other hand, We'll see. We'll see Sunday. Um, the Ravens, I, think, you know, the, I think the Ravens too. I mean, they have. Mm, they know. were. I don't know about that. A little Mark. bit by. They were boosted. I don't up think a little they're bit. soft. I don't no, think they're, they're not soft. soft. They're not soft by any stretch of the imagination. I'm saying they're boosted up a little bit by the uh, fact that it was a conference rivalry, division rivalry. Whereas oh, yeah, the, the this one, this I think that was, defense is really good, though. Wow. Yeah. And, and I honestly don't think that de- I don't think this Kansas City defense we're going to see Sunday is near on that Raven level either. Now, no, is not it Bills close. bad though? Not well, what do you close. What do you think, Mike? Do you think this Chiefs defense is on the same level as the Bills, or do you think the the Chiefs are a little bit better? The the Chiefs defense has really never given given the Bengals issues. Cincinnati, I don't want to say coasted to a victory earlier this season, but but controlled the game down the stretch throughout. Um, I, I, I don't I, I wouldn't say it's really a comparison to either definitely not as good as the Ravens all right. And and there's no blizzard playing defense in all likelihood either. I mean that was the best defensive player out there. And and that's a maimed Bills defense. That's usually a huge part of their identity is how good their defense is. But they were down some star players this season and so um, I don't know if soft is fair, but maybe just not very good. Hey, let's let's put it this way, Mike. I think in that game, soft. If you had Poyer, you had Hyde, you know, obviously DeMar as well, the, the role he stepped into this year, he might have been a little better. That back end was a little weak, obviously. But I didn't see Milano coming up making many hits. I didn't see that front four and all that yeah. draft yeah. capital they've invested in that D-line yeah. doing much at all against our O-line, you know? And the reality of it is, their defense was never really a factor in the game. The Bengals did what they wanted to do from the jump. Um, and, and I don't think there was any question, you know, when you saw that first drive and how Burrow kind of stepped up in the pocket, made a couple of nice plays, did it wow. twice. Obviously, the touchdown to Chase, he moved around a little bit. But he also did a, a couple a couple possessions earlier than that. It was just precise, of, just precise. 
I got to give a shout out, though, to Jackson Carmen. Oh, he was great. Him stepping up right there in that position, he got, I mean, his name drug under the mud last season, and he was able to step up in this big game opportunity. I'm proud of the kid. I thought he was good from the time they drafted him. So this is a good kind of. Hey, Mark, let's think about it. I mean, last year he was a rookie. He you was, know? yeah. I mean, he, yeah. and he was expected to do all these great things as a rookie. Well, this year's a second-year guy. Well, nobody got humbled a little bit, you know. Only was on the team dressed three times this year. Yeah, I mean, when you're a game like that. Yeah, when you're uh, offensive lineman, especially you're a rookie, you're thrown into the deep end of the pool when you were the Bengals with the offensive line last season. So you got to learn the mistakes that they made last year and come up this year as soon as your name's called, you're able to get into the game and made a huge impact. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the the impact that, that Coach Pollock and that offensive line, that group had, the depth they built, you know, the, the potential for Kappa to come back, maybe – you also, so. you know, so. you, you might get Kappa back, but, but Max Shapings was fine in there. I mean, Adenogy's been good. I mean, you're not going to get Collins back. We obviously know that. But there's a chance you might get Jonah Williams back. But at the same time, Jackson Carmine played so well. I think, honestly, too, this offensive line situation, we've been through that, done that before, right, last year. So it's it's not as a huge of an issue. And I think that's what everyone missed the whole week leading into it was, oh, the Bengals are going to struggle. They don't have that O-line ready. It's like, eh. Zach Taylor's going to come with a plan. And they decided, hey, let's run it, hit them right in the mouth, you know, and then we'll get the ball out quick. And that's what they did. And before you knew it, it was 3.30, it was 14 nothing, and you're sitting there thinking, whew, like, there's a long way to go in this football game. That's what I thought initially. And then, you know, and, and I want to get into what you guys thought. We didn't score the third drive, right? And then Bills finally get something together. Did you, did you ever have a moment where you thought, all right, this is a football game again? <laughs> I'm a Bengals fan, so of course I did. <laughs> well, I mean, Mark, I, I mean, quite honestly, this, this is not the same. We're, we're, Bengals, the Bengals franchise has changed. You it's can say changed. what you oh, you can say what you said yeah, right fun, there, and, yeah, that's, and that's fine. Back in the Marvin Lewis days, back hey, back before this, it's almost like you know how they have AD and BC, you know, before Christ. Well, we have a before Burrow and an after Burrow, an AB and a BB. <laughs> the BB days. Yeah, okay, 14 now, yeah. I'm still sweating pumped. Burrow now, it's like, all right, you know, you felt good. You got in there for the second second that... bowl with Skyline and just, just settled in. Windows my whole career and, and everybody that, that we have in that locker room, all the coaches we have, you know, things are going to change year to year, but uh, our window's always open. Bengals fans, we are all just – so high anticipation points, and then there's just such a letdown, and it's letdown gets harder every single year. So now with Burrow, I mean, the Bengals, we all have something to look forward to. I mean, we are all uh, going down to Holy Grail. We're going to go get a Hootie Pole, going to get some Skyline Chill, all that stuff. We're all feeling that, but you still got to look at the reality of the situation too. Is there's still another good team right on the horizon that 
can ruin the good man. You know what, though? And, and this is an interesting point. I, I kind of want to get in this eventually anyway, Mark. That Chiefs team can ruin the good mood. But how bad a mood are you in on Sunday if they don't pull this off? I don't think I am. Like, if, we've arrived. If right? we look, and, and, if, and hopefully the, the team obviously doesn't feel that way, which is – but, like, as a fan base, as the Bengals, like, we got to be like – Damn, back-to-back AFC titles? I mean, got a chance to go to the Super Like, even if we lose Sunday, I'm not going to be distraught. No, like, no. You know what I mean? That's just my, my personal take. It seemed like the same way I felt last year for the AFC championship game. So, we're bouncing back a certain level, if you want to say that, to where I'm not really expecting too much but I'm appreciating what the hell the hell I'm seeing. I like that, Mark. Appreciating what we're seeing, but also not just kind of – I don't I expect stuff now. What about you, Mike? I, I'm going to be absolutely livid if the Cincinnati Bengals win. What, 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 I start, don't, don't measure expectations just to avoid a letdown. <laughs> Ride the roller coaster, guys. It's who, day, or die. Buy the ticket, I, take the ride. In <laughs> – how many hours is it? I've thought about it before. I just, it's, I don't know. I don't know if I can shuffle my life around that much. If you, uh, far, that's far. That's out there. Yeah. If you had a dollar for every minute I've thought about the Sensei Bengals winning the Super Bowl, and I'd be the brokest son of a bitch in the world. Well, hey, you know what? I mean, that's, that's a good point, Mike. And I think, Mark, you bring it up as well. Like the fact that the Bengals have never won one. You know, they never brought home that Lombardi trophy. It, it is a, it is kind of a cloud that hangs over the head. But at the same time, like, it, it, it is true. I, I, I think, Mike, I think you're right. Trying Me sitting here trying to say, I'll be happy. You know, I'm happy with where the Bengals are at in the franchise, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, if, you know, I would not would not feel that way come Sunday evening. You know, that's, and that's the reality. Yeah, here's here's where right. you can find solace as a Bengals fan going into the game is that I think of the teams remaining, the Bengals have the least weaknesses. I don't think you can really agree. That is true. Yeah. They have the best receiving core bar none in the NFL. I don't, I don't think you can hit that. You can try. I don't think there's a better one, one through three. You've got the most pinpoint accurate quarterback. You could argue that with Patty Mishlomes. We'll see that on Sunday. (laughs) You know, I'll, I'll pull Ravlosky saying, saying Burr's the best quarterback, period. Hubbard and Hendrickson up front, Logan Wilson at linebacker, a secondary that is Hilton, Hilton killing it. Best nickel. Bell. Bell. I mean, hey, you know, you, you guys, Mike, you bring up a good point. We had the Bengals have a very stout, solid defense, and we have a plan. We know how we kind of want to play Patrick Mahomes. Now, something that I'm going to be interested in to see on Sunday is do you keep with the same exact formula to one of the first three meetings versus the Chiefs? Because we do know that ankle sprain that Mahomes is going to play on Sunday, no joke. I mean, it gets worse with time, quite frankly, until it gets better. I think that's going to be a huge factor in this game. You brought up Henderson. You brought up Hubbard. You know, I was Joseph Osai. 
I mean, the Bengals are going to get pressure to Mahomes. I think his inability to be able to make the typical miracle Patrick Mahomes play, I think it's going to be a huge factor Sunday at Arrowhead. I think they're going to pump him full of drugs and he's not going to care. Hey, you're probably right. right there. Hey, you're probably Gilmer. right about the whole tour all shots and everything, Mike. But here's the thing. He's still not going to have the mobility that he normally has. He's not going to be able to maybe make the play that he typically makes. Now, granted, he's still Patrick Mahomes, and, you know, the kind of the running joke is he's probably still a top-ten quarterback in the league on one, one I mean, healthy leg. But, I mean, I'm telling you right now, I mean, let's look, let's look at it. The uh, I mean, the Bengals kind of struggled against the Ravens in the wild card round with a backup quarterback that was healthy. Now you've got the all-pro that everybody's anointed in the NFL. I still don't understand why. Uh, he's got a bum leg. So if you can hang in with a uh, – Wild card team with the quarterback that they had. What do you expect? The Bengals should smack them. Who they? Who they? Who they think gonna beat them Bengals? Huntley game. I think playing those guys as many times as we had was a huge part of that. Now, granted, we've played the the Chiefs now. We're gonna play the Chiefs four times in almost thirteen months. That familiarity. Mm-hmm. Going to be interesting. I think Andy Reid's a really, really good coach who's going to have a wrinkle or two, but I'm glad that he's facing up against Lou Anarumo because Lou always seems to have the answers as well for the oh, yeah. defense. Yeah. I mean, hey, now, now fellas, I, and, and Mike, I kind of want to ask you this too. Yeah. And, and kind of we'll go into this here. You talked about how you think the Bengals have the best, essentially, units remaining, no weaknesses. Least weaknesses, yes. What and what do we think the Bengals, obviously, the offensive line would be the weakness that we would talk about, right? But what do you think is the thing that we need to get at Kansas City? What is their biggest weakness? What is the thing the Bengals are going to take advantage of? Because I think with Buffalo, it was kind of that soft kind of defense. And they got up on them early and, took, and just hit them right in the mouth. Can they do the same thing to Kansas City? Kansas City is not elite in the secondary. Um, they're pretty good up front. Chris Jones is an absolute stud. Yep. So you, 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 you got to throw the ball 45 times and bomb them. We got Ooh, you, you think 45? Or I think it's going to be a shootout, yeah. I, I think Joe Burrow is going to be Joe Burrow. And, and Jamar Chase is, is just when – I, when I look at him, I think about a Hall of Famer. Uh, in in the early part of his career, he's going to be Jerry Rice. Joe Burrow's going to be Joe Co- Joe Cool. The reason that it can't just be, oh, you know, it's a good season. Like I was, a, I was an Indianapolis Colts fan. I'm looking at a picture of Peyton Manning right now. And he, you're a kid, I feel you. He he was the king of great organization, first class team. They were like the best. They were the winningest team over the over the ten year period that he Colts quarterback, and but it was it was all regular season. He choked in the playoffs a lot. People really don't talk about it, and it's not satisfying. It's miserable. It doesn't count. You got to be in that Brady mindset, which hey, is Mike. Interesting. I love what you're just bringing up. 
very few people have accomplished it. But I mean, Joe Burrow seems to have the demeanor. Yes, the, it's crazy you bring that up because the, 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 everyone... Rams, the Rams were a borderline super team. Right? Yes, especially on defense. Yeah, especially they on were, defense. They were a one-year sensation, and they're gone now. I don't think. I mean, the, the Niners are really, really good. I don't know if they're that good, but they are. They are rock solid as well. Well, you don't. Rock. Sorry, I had to do Paul uh, um, <laughs> hey Brock, Brocktober there, man. We're familiar with Brock from yeah his days with the Cyclones. Anyway, man, he he's been great. Hey, like I'm with you. The that Niners team, very <laughs> solid, but Burrow has the Brady gene. I and I saw I saw this the other day. They were talking about every kind of the meme everyone has right now. It's every every masterpiece has its chief copy or whatever. And they and they put. Burrow Mahomes as the masterpiece, Brady Manning as the cheap copy. Now, let's hope that Joe Burrow continues to be the Tom Brady. Patrick Mahomes can be Peyton Manning with all the numbers, all the MVPs, maybe not as many rings and championships. Like, man, I just look at a guy like Burrow. You think about it, the the, the viral video of him throwing that, Warm up toss, doing the doing the spin, and then coming back. That guy was not losing Sunday. That guy doesn't lose. Like, I cannot wait for Sunday. Like, the more you start thinking about it, the more you're like, man, we got Joey Burrow. Like, I expect the Bengals to go in there and win this football game. And the fact we're a favorite on the road is kind of crazy if you think about I it. I mean, it's an, it's amazing that we're favored too because the one now the catalyst I'm thinking of though because. Of course, uh, Patrick Mahomes, even though he might be hindered by the high ankle sprain, he's still going to be able to drop back. If he's able to work within the pocket, Kelsey is still lethal. And you just can't really account for that. So the Bengals are going to have to, especially on the second level, work to try and cover, probably double up Kelsey. Because then... That slows Mahomes' kind of vision going left to right. To try well, the Jaguars, some of the Jaguars off. didn't double him at all. No. They should have. I, I said this uh, a couple weeks back. I can't remember who it was against. Uh, it was against some Mark Andrews, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Having Mike Hilton in that nickel spot is really good against. Oh, Tuck. Yeah. Yeah. And and then to have a solid pass rush as well. I don't know. I mean, it's Patrick Mahomes. It's going to be Patrick Mahomes playing out there. I don't expect anything else. Um, but I, I just at three and zero Cincinnati is against Kansas City, and I think the Bengals have the ability to win tough. They've proven that at Buffalo last week, at Tennessee last season, and I guess against the Ravens at times as well. Although yeah. I guess that really went went down more to a big play. But Cincinnati is a finesse team at, at its best. They they are an offensive skill squad, and this is just two premier skill teams. And it's gorgeous offensive football both ways, and I think it's going to be beautiful. I think it's going. It's I know we're not predictions yet, no, I know. but I think it's going to be like a twenty-four to. 28 30 something game it's going to be a clean game hey okay so i interesting 
I like where your head was at talking about it being a clean game, right? Like offensive football and how it's two finesse teams. But, Mike, I'm going to tell you this. Bengals got a little smash mouth in them. They got a little attitude in them. Look at Eli we Apple. Used it, we used it last – yeah, that's uh, yeah, it's a whole other story, Mark. We'll let you get to that in a second. <laughs> um, but, man, I mean, you think about what they did Sunday against the Bills. You think about what they did last year on that run. They have that attitude that we're going to pick up the tough yards and we control the passing – control the short, quick passing game as well. And we're going to we're going to make you make the mistake, and that's what they've done, and they continue to do so. And I, and I, I think Mike, they're a finesse team that has a little smash mouth in them. I think that's the great recipe because then you allow those skill position players to go make plays, but you kind of have an attitude about you the entire time. I, exactly. I, you know what I mean? Exactly, and I think that's why the the Chiefs have, for the most part, been dominant against. A majority of the league, it's just because they can't keep up with Patrick Mahomes in that offense. But the Bengals can, and and the result is three and zero. Yeah, and, and you know exactly, Mike. And the reality of it is too, the Bengals can keep up with it, but the Bengals also can stop you a little more than I think even maybe the Chiefs do. But the Chiefs have kind of developed that mentality to kind of be able to beat the Bengals this year. They're running the ball a little more with Pacheco. Jarek McKinnon's making big plays. They don't. They're not necessarily, you know, the the splash, huge Tyreek Hill stuff anymore. They're getting the underneath stuff. I mean, Patty Mahomes is making just crazy things happen all the time. But a lot of Kelsey centered stuff. I think that's interesting because, to me, that seems like it's a better matchup for the Bengals than what they had to face the last times they've had to face them. And Mike, I know you were there in person the game we faced. Kansas City back in December, the defense played pretty well that game, if you think about it. Yeah, they did. Patrick Mahomes really never got comfortable in that game. Uh, Cincinnati played mistake-free football. And, uh, yeah, it, it was honestly kind of a boring game in the second half. I, I remember the Bengals just, just did what they do and uh, relied on Joe Burrow to make some big-time plays. I'm pretty. It's a nice spot where I am, right on the forty at Paul Brown Stadium, and and Jamar Chase one on one is just so Paycor good. Stadium. Sorry, Best runner in the league. Paycor Stadium. No. <laughs> <laughs> we allow Paycor to pay those dollars because we want to keep Joe Burrow. So I'll, I will roll with Paycor Stadium. All day, Absolutely. and you know what? And quite it, honestly, it was uh, me being an HR guy. I've used that software before. It's a lot better than most of them. And man, it kind of—it's kind of sweet little logo. If we're gonna have to do it, I'm here okay we go. With it. Here we go. And after that, but uh, yeah, Ian Rappaport. I remember yesterday. I think it was. He said that the Bur- the Bengals are willing to pull over the trunk and the dump truck full of cash. For Burrow, because the business has been so successful under Burrow. I mean, you got practice facilities, you got the naming rights, you got everything. And it's yeah. all just because of Joe Burrow. I mean, you wouldn't get this if he was still the quarterback. So <laughs> they'd still be practicing outside. Like, <laughs> I mean, Mark, they'd still be practicing outside if, uh, if Andy Dalton was a quarterback. 
I, I will say this about going into this game on on Sunday. I have a confidence about it, while still, like you said, though, it's Patrick Mahomes. He's at home. Like, is there a part of you, because the Bengals have done so well against the Chiefs, you're kind of like, man, when does that other shoe drop? Or are you just kind of like feeling like, man, this is such a good matchup. We have what it takes, and you're not worried about that other side of it. Like, it's just such a, a weird situation to think about 3-0 and versus a guy like this over the last 13 months. It's hard to look at it with the Chiefs because obviously Mahomes is a great, a dynamic player, and he's going to be able to make the plays even if he is injured. And he's got the guys around him. He's got Kelsey. He's got Smith-Schuster. He's got some of the guys that can really make moves. Mark, is the supporting cast is good, though? I don't think they are. Defensively, they've got weaknesses. That's what I'm saying. I don't see much. You have to look at it that way. I mean, the Bengals, they have these big names, and they're coming in with a bunch of swagger, really boisterous, Defensively, offensively, everybody throughout the league knows their names. And I think the attitude is the whole thing that's going to pull Cincinnati over the top at the very end. The swagger. Joe's kind of got that. Definitely. Mike, does that, does that bother you at all? Oh, it's absolutely terrifying. It, it defies statistics and, and, prob- and probabilities. Um but it also doesn't matter. You throw the ball out there on Sunday and you play. Um, Andy Reid, though, he's an elite coach, an elite game yeah. planner. Uh, it's scary to think about the Chiefs. I don't think the Chiefs have ever overlooked the Bengals per se, but I don't know yeah. if it's games circled on their calendar. Right? I'm sure this has been a date they've been ready for for some time. Uh, and Arrowhead is one of the loudest stadiums in the NFL. It's going to be nuts. Um, yeah. Cincinnati's been there, done that. You're ready at the kicker position. You're ready at the quarterback position. Uh, you're ready on the defensive line. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm very confident this season, but y- 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 that is tough. That is tough yeah. to beat a good team four times. Now, you know, interesting, Mike, you brought up the point about you don't think the Chiefs ever overlook the Bengals, right? I agree with you on that. But I also think kind of that first win versus uh, Kansas City last year was kind of the moment where it was like, okay, this team learned how to win and win some big games, right? And then they do it again in the, in the, in the biggest game of all. I mean, it, it was pretty much – you felt like it was over until Apple made that great play at the goal line. And then even still, you're like, man, we're this is Chiefs – it's been the Chiefs' day to this point in time. So, like, I think there was a little bit of, like, letdown on their part and the Bengals just had such a great scheme and finished it out last year. Now, this year, that game was circled on the Chiefs' calendar. And you know they're ready for it this time. Like, But I honestly think that the Bengals are better – and I think you've said this a bunch, Mike. They're better at the positions, more, more skilled at the finesse positions than the Chiefs are, and the Chiefs are a finesse team. So you just kind of – if they're explosive and make the plays they make – you're just better at those positions. And then it's Mahomes versus Burrow, and you don't expect Joe to get outplayed. 
And then Mahomes is, on, is injured. You like your defense better? Keep keep control of the football. I mean, I know we're not a prediction jet either, but, like, this feels like one of the best matchups for the Bengals since they've played Kansas City. That is what is so horrifying about what you just asked regarding uh, the you beat them three times, can you do it a fourth? Right. Does see there's no, and 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 Kansas City. I know they had a great season, but you, you're less nervous without Tyreek Hill. It's more obvious that Cincinnati has the upper hand at the skill position at that point. Um, and you're three and zero. I mean, I, I I thought Cincinnati was clearly the superior team during the regular season game, and and I mean, I just. Well, and, you know, that was the game, Mike, I think the O-line really impressed me the most last time, right? It was like, man, we're really firing. And now – They got better. The beginning of the year, the storyline was yeah. the didn't fix the O-line. Oh, no. Right, right. And, and then, then it kind of kind of flipped then, once we beat Kansas City in December. It was like, oh, they've got to figure it out. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, Sunday I think it's as simple as saying <laughs> O-line's good again. And can you slow down Jones? If you do, and we have a great plan again, feel good. You got to feel good. You have to feel good. Kind of the Roonies, you know, the Roonies do with the Steelers, the Browns, allowing Dak Taylor to lose the way he did initially. Yeah. We got the plan, and now they're going. Stuck with Marvin through a lot of thick and thin. There is something Uh to have a consistency with coaches. And then it allows you, once you get kind of strike gold, and let's be real, Taylor struck gold getting getting Burrow, oh, and then yeah. able to draft Chase, and kind of oh. we here we go. Mike Brown, have, have Mike to Brown, be honest and say Taylor's a coach of the year candidate right now. Yeah, Mike Brown always likes to uh, kind of ride the lightning though. In the past uh, twenty years or so, because he rode the lightning with Palmer, he rode the lightning with Dalton. Now he's riding the lightning with Joe. So, hey, you keep Burrow's and, mouth out, but, out of the same uh, sentences with those two. Mark, I'm, okay? I'm not hating it. I'm not hating on him on it. I, I I can question a lot of Mike Brown's decisions, but the fact is he can bring in a quarterback that can bring some excitement to the team. That's a boomer points. back in the day. Do what? about that? You had boomer back in the day, too. <laughs> yeah, boomer. Yeah. I mean – yeah, do you want me to bring up the Healy Smith era? Because that's why I started becoming fan. Uh, that's Healy Smith was a rough time. I remember old <laughs> Jeff Blake. Now, Mike, wh- who's your Don initial Bengal quarterback? Oh, that's a good one. Who's your initial Bengal quarterback? Carson Palmer. Okay, okay. I mean, that's that makes some sense. He, he, I mean, Carson Palmer era wasn't a wasn't necessarily bad. He, stretch of the he imagination. Was not- that yeah, that team was was watchable. They they weren't too bad. Uh, Chad, Chad Johnson was, uh, he, he had like a three year stretch where he was the guy. And oh, he, think, uh, the, the, the peak of he was Chad. Chad, please, Chad, please again. You know, while he while he was good for the most part, he was Chad Johnson. Yeah, Hushman Zada, man. I mean, he was good. Hushman, Chris era. Henry, Chris Henry. I love yeah. Hushman Zada. Yep. Uh, and and so that that team wasn't too bad. Um, tough to I mean, back then, though. With yeah, Ravens and Steelers is good. Well, and, and you know, you remember when Palmer got hurt in that playoff game? Obviously, it was tough against the Steelers. He, he made Uvon Heflin. I want to. So 
that's tough. Yeah, I mean that that's, that's, that I was like one of the worst playoff losses about that person. Different, different league back then. Yes, yes, it was. You know, that's crazy to think about, though. Real quick, guys, I do want to talk about that. How different the league is now, and how it kind of allows the Bengals to be what they are now versus what they used to be. Right, like. An offensive league – obviously, the league and the way football has changed, has changed like, it, it's, you know, from more physical to, to now, essentially, if you touch a guy, it's a holding call. But, man, the Bengals have went 5-1 and one in the Burrow era. They had five playoff wins before in the entire franchise history. I'll like, give – It's crazy to think about it. I'll start this out. I'll give uh, the NFL and – Rarely anybody needs to give Roger to get Goodell credit, but the NFL has pretty much done the model right because you have teams like the Bengals that can be at the bottom and they're able to get into the upper echelon. Yep. Years they're able to rebuild and whatnot. In the NBA, I mean, you've got the power team in Major League Baseball. You've got all the money Baseball's with the uh, Yankees. This is terrible. Fox. It's unbelievable. I don't even know how to describe it. It's yeah, it's, I, no, you, so you're ridiculous. right, Mark. The NFL model is good. It allows the teams. Model to make is a the best model, and that is showing it through the Cincinnati Bengals. By the way, the Bengals are able to become one of the most franchises. In a small market. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, hey, but the good thing about the NFL, if you're a market, you're a market. Because, like, Green Bay is what it is. You know, I mean, like, that's as small as it can be. But the way they share, you know, it does help, obviously. I mean, we, we know that's why they named the pay course, because there are some there are some there. I mean, it, it is beautiful. It is beautiful to know that, like, five wins – in the last two playoff seasons versus five before. I mean, <laughs> it is something. It is something, fellas. Yeah, you know, man, the Chester Cat grin is just all over my face right now. Like, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's a be- and, you know, really, like, I'll be honest, Mark, I was too young to know the Bengals more than anything in terms of postseason-wise other than the Marvin Lewis era. So this is just a refreshing change, like – and I think you it's, 100% agree with that. It's 100% refreshing because, honestly, I was too young to know, like, the Ken Anderson. Yeah, me too. Everything. I mean, we would like to, you but know. Whenever Boomer. I started latching on as a young kid, it was Corey Dillon during those kind of days, Peter Warwick. I remember getting a night at the Nickel, and I had the phone number for the uh, Cincinnati Bengals called and left a message saying why the <laughs> hell did you draft Peter Warwick where you did the and dumb- you got a phone call back of course right yeah absolutely yeah I definitely got a phone call back <laughs> uh, that was a good 3am call <laughs> oh man I don't know if it's refreshing per se I think it's a gift from the gods I think it's <laughs> unbelievable I think Joe Burrow's accuracy is uncanny. Is it real? Is he an animatronic robot? It's possible. The guy he just does. Check Norris Love type now. If you see it out there, like 
He is an animatronic robot, Mike. It's crazy. And he, he doesn't really give a lot in the pressers. If I have, if I were to nitpick something on Burrow, it's not that he's like a bad press conference guy or like he says anything negative. And he'll drop the occasional like quotable line, like the thing about the window the other day. Right. Better send those refunds. Better send those refunds. <laughs> he's yeah. him, man. You know. He's confident, but but like. He has been convinced uh, I already have bought a Cuban cigar and I will light it if we win the Super Bowl. That's our standard now. So we're going to celebrate it every single time we do it. We're going to smoke our cigars and we're going to wear our T-shirts and hats. Uh, But we expect that every year. I find his everyday press conferences to be boring. Yeah. I mean, hey, Mike, I think I'm okay with that, you know? I'm a big. I'm okay it does, does not matter. I'm just a big press conference guy. I like to. See I know. It. I know you like to see it mixed up a little bit in that room. Oh, you know. I, I yeah. And as the press conference guy myself, I mean, <laughs> you look. You look at the way that the Bengals have been in the past. I mean, you go from Joe Burrow, who is kind of coy, kind of I mean, taken into himself. But then you go back to the early 2000s where we had Ocho Cinco. Child, please, again. You got the complete different dynamic with this team, and it's great. It is. Hey, I'll tell you this, though, guys. If you ever listen to the post-game radio and laughing those guys get in the locker room, Jamar Chase is a riot in that <laughs> locker room. Like, he, he gets after it after some of these games. Uh, fellas, I, I like how you kind of describe Burroughs kind of – It's I, I don't think it's just – I think it's just him being him. Like, you know, you kind of say Koi, Mark, you know, you kind of say it's just kind of who he is. Man, there's a clip of, like, they kind of dubbed it up with, like, kids being asked by their parents to clean their rooms. And it's just Joe answering questions of being like, um, um – uh, yeah. Well, I never really think about that. Um, I don't know. I just, uh, always good to, to get back at it. Um, um, well, I, I really just think that, um, 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 yeah, everything is, uh, um, you know, it's just fun to watch him. Um, oh man, this feels like so long ago. Um, yeah, I don't. Um, I feel like I've always had a great fuel. Yeah, we're, uh, it is what it is. Uh, I don't know. I, like, kind of just, like, him hawing around through it. He doesn't want to talk to the media about stuff. He, you know, he doesn't mind it, but he wants to be looking at stuff, getting ready for the game, man. Like, well, a tactician. So, I think yeah, I love the ways with the media, guys. I love it. Yeah, he obviously wasn't coached by Mike Leach on that end. He, he drop, he'll drop a nice little <laughs> nice little nugget for you. Rest he's, in peace, Mike Leach. Yeah, yeah. He's, a, well, he's a real he's a real dude. Um yeah, obviously RIP to the pirate as well. Uh, fellas, man, the better the better send those refunds line was perfect, by the way. Yeah. Perfect. Definitely. Better send those refunds. <laughs> um 
I mean, is it impossible? Like, do you think other teams are starting to be like, man, we really don't like that Burrow guy? Or do you think people are still feeling him like, yeah, man, I like him. He's tough um, not to like. Well, I think other teams are not only Burrow. I mean, I think they're starting to realize that Burrow is feeding off onto the entire team, too. Because, I mean, you got Chase with the gritty. You got Mixon uh, against the Ravens where he got the quarter out of his shoe and flipped it. Flip it. You've got the entire defense doing snow angels. There's some confidence. There's just confidence. There's cockiness. There's confidence. I love it. I love it. I want more of it. I mean, ever since you kind of heard that when the schedule was, like, supposed to be impossible, right? So, like, even – people are, like, kind of nervous about making the playoffs. It was like – you heard him say, a phenomenal, phenomenal I mean, stretch of football by the I mean, Cincinnati Bengals. I in the uh, expletive realm, from what I've seen, from what Burr said, fuck around and find out. Hey, we're, 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 fi- we're fixing to uh, – to see Sunday at Arrowhead, six thirty. Anybody got a weather forecast? Yeah, let's do a Doppler <laughs> Doppler radar. I'm kind of working on it too. Here. I'm just interested because that weather, I think, there in Buffalo was just so kind of essential to how that game got played and how we were able to win that thing. I think we were just perfect for it. Sunday, twenty-two degrees, sixty-five percent chance of participation, but nothing major. But the day before. On Saturday, they've got some ice and Wow. See, my weather app's way different than yours. It says 46 on Saturday, nothing else in the realm. I don't know. Like, you know, it would have been <coughs> in a sort of dome somewhere in a peach state. I, I'm you okay know, with the way that would be great, wasn't it? The neutral, I think the neutral site. Probably should have happened for that Bills Bengals game, but it was just kind of like, and me and Mike talked about it. Man, it didn't bother. It didn't bother Burr and his boys. They went to Buffalo. It was kind of fun to watch it in the snow. It was enjoyable. Yeah, I love. But Man, those pictures when you saw it from like far out there, Orchard Park, like you saw the snow in Buffalo, and you saw that bottom ticker though. It said Cincinnati twenty four, Buffalo ten. You're like, yeah, that's right. You kind of love that even more. I mean, God bless. Same announcing crew, too. You know, God, God bless. I'm glad DeMar Hamlin is doing good. You couldn't but see I, him at all in those shots. Oh, though. God. I loved whenever they were going to the shot and it was just complete snow. Where the hell is this kid? <laughs> and really they kept going to him, and the snow was just blocking everything. <laughs> hey, it was, it was it great to see uh, Hamlin? Do what he's, what he's been doing. That's, yeah, that was God, awesome to see. Good. Glad to hear and everything. Glad he's doing well. Hey, but it was tough to see him Sunday though. And um, man, let's let's get let's get to the predictions here. Sunday, six thirty, Arrowhead, Kansas City. We're we're looking at that weather right now. Not going to be crazy. It looks like it's going to be mid thirties. Excited for this football game. Excited for it. You got Tony Romo, Jim Nance on the mic. Actually, Sunday it's going 28, 16. So you got to think as we dip into the evening, it's going to get cold. 
that's cool. Doesn't matter. I think that also could affect the homes on the homes on that ankle, fellas. So, Mark, you want to lead us off with predictions? Ooh. Well, yeah, the whole thing is pretty much latching on the homes. What's the uh, over under right now? Yeah, Mark, uh, total is 46 in the hook. And this game started with Kansas City being the favorite. And now the Bengals are the favorite by a point and a half to two, depending on where you're looking. And they opened at about a point and a half favorite. So line moving significantly. Yeah, and it's moving towards Bengals just because all the betters are afraid about what Mahomes' status is going to be. I mean, you don't know if you're going to get the dynamic Mahomes that can tear apart the can or the Cincinnati defense, or you're going to get dropped back in the pocket, and then the Bengals defensive line, Hendricks and everybody will come and swarm them. So that is something that I think is big, but I still think Kansas City's defense is pretty good. I will go Bengals, money line, and under. Bengals, money line, and under. So you're saying it's a one-point win right now, Mark? Yes. All right. <laughs> okay. It'll be like 34 to – or be like 28-24. Something like that. Well, you want the over then? Well, well, yeah, over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if, yeah, forty-six and a half. I think is kind of an interesting number. Yeah, really for this one. Uh, so, Mike, what you got? Yeah, what what do you think? I got the. Ooh, I think it's going to be a shootout. I, I got the Cincinnati Bengals, twenty-eight to thirty. 30. I think. Joe Burrow throws for 350 yards and four touchdowns. Jamar Chase goes for a buck 50 in Cincinnati. Coasts, uh, not coasts, it's going to be a, a close game, but I, I I think Cincinnati deals the deal once again. So, Money Mac this time or no? Uh, Money Mac, I, he won't be needed. It's touchdowns. Joe Burrow's so, and give me that score one more time again, Mike. 35-28 Cincinnati. 35-28 Cincinnati. So you got the over. Cincinnati. Big time. All right, Blaine, are you going to do it? Who day? The green, are you going to have the balls on the who day lounge to pick the other team? Come on. Would, would, I mean, guys. What are you going to do? There's not, there's not a chance I'm uh, <laughs> pick, picking the Chiefs. Now, I will tell you. Say it with your chest. The three in a row, that part is kind of like, wow, to try and beat him a fourth time. But, hey, man, it's Joe Burrow operating the controls trying, trying to beat him a fourth time. And, Mike, you've told us all night, we have better receivers, better skill position players, and we do. And they, got Mixon, they got Mixon running the ball last week and running hard, running yeah. north-south, getting up the field, blocking schemes that they utilized there last week. Executed to perfection. It was a thing of beauty. Expect to do some of that again, right? Why not? Why not us? Last year was the why thing. not they us? They got they got to play us. 
this year, Burrow going to carve up Kansas City's secondary and do exactly what he needs to do. I think the Bengals win this one 34-24. to 24. I think Mahomes is going to make a mistake. I think he might even get a late touchdown to kind of make it a little closer. I think the Bengals going to show why they're probably, at least in my opinion, the best team in football. The most complete team in football. The most complete team. The team that's got kind of what, what they need in every spot, and they do, and they do, and there's no reason to believe Cincinnati Bengals can't come out of this thing here in Arrowhead and do it again. They did it last year. No. You know, run it back like you said, Mike. <laughs> Got to play us. The Scooter window crap. is always open. I hope they send some refunds. The window's my whole career, and, and everybody that, that we have in that locker room, all the coaches we have, you know, things are going to change year to year, but uh, our window's always open. Better send those refunds. <laughs> <laughs> to the folks in Kansas City that now are going to get to stay at home so they can throw a nice tailgate spread for the Bengals because the Bengals are going to travel. They did the Buffalo as well. It's going to can be a fun I, weekend, fellas. It's going to be a fun weekend. Can't wait to hear Nance and Romo on the call, too. Can I go ahead and say it? Fuck around and find out. <laughs> hey, that's, that, that is, that, that, that's Mark's that's – Mark's, uh, that's Mark's call out. We'll say they got to play us. Who they? Who they? Who they think going to beat them Bengals? Nobody. That's our standard now. So we're going to celebrate it every single time we do it. We're going to smoke our cigars and we're going to wear our T-shirts and hats. Uh, but we expect that every year. Windows my whole career and, and everybody that, that we have in that locker room, all the coaches we have, you know, things are going to change year to year. But uh, our window's always open.